The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Investment advice offered through Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Financial Focus Radio Show. Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management has offices in Bend, Eugene, and John Day, serving clients from all over the Northwest. Give us a call today for your free retirement review. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That guy over there, he is Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management here in the wonderfully beautiful Pacific Northwest. Thanks for spending some of your weekend with us. So uh, I am looking at the July 2023 Beacon Report. For those of you who don't know, uh, Beacon is an appraisal uh, company based here in Central Oregon. Uh, and you can get you can just go online and get the Beacon Report. It's free information. It's pretty interesting information. Uh, and they look at the housing markets here in Central Oregon, you know, look at median uh, prices of houses, number of sales, days on the market, all those sort of things that are interesting for some people, I guess, about the housing market. Uh, and this is, even though it's the July report, it's looking at the month of June. Uh, and in Bend, the average, the median price uh, in the month of June for a house sold in Bend was 785000 which is an all-time record, which is hard to believe. And I only say that, and, and I know it's an inventory story, right? So, So take that into account. But it is also hard to believe with interest rates creep, you know, more than more than doubling, you would think that would have a material impact on the price of houses here in Central Oregon, but it has not. In fact, the house price in, here, it's specifically in Bend, is the highest it has ever been. When you look at days on market, it's down to uh, 13 days, and so it's it's crazy. It's, it's sort of the housing market is on fire again, and there's really no great explanation for it other than in lack of inventory, but the inventory levels have sort of ticked up. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out over time. I, I really feel like obviously Central Oregon is a bit of an anomaly in the housing market because uh, of the perceived greatness of Bend as a place to live. All of these people that have moved here um, when it snows in May, I want to know how they feel about that. I know I don't like it, but I, I'm used to it. Um, in Redmond, uh, the median house in the month of June was 475000 That's The, the all-time high was 542000 in Redmond. That was in August of 2022. So Redmond is off their all-time high. Uh, and then in Sisters, it's 642000 uh was the median sales price in the month of June in uh, the city of Sisters. Or sorry, 694000 sorry, which is also an all-time record. So uh, housing market, again, <laughs> in Central Oregon. Uh, continues to be sort of bulletproof, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Um, you know, anytime, so you'll see like, we'll see like a little bit of a period where the housing market looks like it has cracks in it and then it comes roaring back. And it's not because, I mean, rates continue to go higher. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, the average 30-year mortgage is 7.1%. Uh, and so th that historically has, when rates go from, wherever they were under 3% to over 7% on a 30 year mortgage that has always historically uh, been really bad for the price of a house. Uh, but it's not happening here in Central Oregon. So uh, obviously people are continuing to move here. And I guess the, the, how expensive a house here in Central Oregon is, is I guess relative to where they're moving from. I guess if you yeah. move here from San Diego, the relentless migration, yeah, and I guess stop. obviously we're getting people moving here from metropolitan areas where maybe the the uh, prices are, are higher, and so we look like a relative bargain, I guess. And you know, for all of the degrading of the quality of life here, and you know, the overwhelming of the infrastructure, recreational infrastructure, and everything else, uh, it's all relative. <laughs> the yeah, people coming, you, yeah, for them, they're used to waiting in line. Yeah, they're used the, to waiting for tickets to hike the them out. People coming don't care. It yeah. still significantly <laughs> enjoys quite the comparative advantage over where they came from. Yeah, it's just, it's just, and obviously the inventory thing is going to be difficult because people, Josh and I were just talking about this before the segment, it's re they're resistant to move. If you have a 3% or under 3% mortgage, 
uh, to move and, and you're, unless you're going to pay cash, you're going to have to more than double your interest on your mortgage. And so that's not going to help the inventory issue. Okay. Let's talk about U.S. Treasury bonds. So uh, the U.S. government obviously needs to fund their operations. And so that's why we have, uh, have to talk about the debt ceiling all the time is because um, they can't – the U.S. can't borrow money indefinitely without getting the debt ceiling raised. And so when you think about what, wh- how does the U.S. government borrow money by issuing treasuries, U.S. treasuries. And so they're bonds that are backed by the full faith and credit of the United States government. And they have um, durations from anyway, anywhere from very short, 30 days, out to 30 years. Uh, they had a chance to extend that. But essentially, there's durations of those bonds and, and all sorts of uh, durations from 30, 30 days out to 30 years. Uh, and so there's different kinds of bonds. There's Treasury, U.S. Treasury bills. There's Treasury notes. There's Treasury uh, bonds. There's Treasury inflation-protected securities. There's floating rate U.S. Treasuries. And then there's Treasury strips, which are uh, – that are uh, bonds that are essentially zero-coupon bonds. And so um, – the the thing that you need to know, because we're bringing this up, obviously, because U.S. credit rating was downgraded by Fitch from AAA uh, last week to AA+. Um, U.S. has, in my mind, the strongest credit rating of any entity in the world, and it's not even close, because the U.S. dollar is the reserve currency of the world. And so that being true um, – and 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 is evidenced by when we have a financial crisis anywhere around the world, where we have the uh, banking crisis or a global financial crisis. What do people do around the world? They buy U.S. Treasuries because they're dollar denominated, um, and we're still the sort of best house in a bad neighborhood globally. Uh, and it's not it's not even close. I mean, so um, we have been um, buyers of Treasuries for our clients for a long, long time. Uh, in fact, our our the only bond exposure we have right now for our clients on the bond side of their portfolio is very short duration uh, U.S. Treasuries, either that be individual U.S. Treasuries or exchange-traded funds that own U.S. Treasuries. Um, right now, ironically and interestingly, in the very short end of the yield curve, so when you buy bonds, U.S. Treasury bonds that are very, very short, you can get an, essentially an annualized yield that is north of 5%, and it's risk-free. And, oh, by the way, the other important thing to know about a U.S. Treasury is that you don't pay state income taxes on the yield. So when you think about a corporate bond or mortgage-backed bonds or all the different other bonds that are out there, you're paying it, you're paying taxes on both the federal level and uh, the state level. That's true also of a CD. And so um, when you factor in the, the fact that a U.S. Treasury is risk-free and it gets uh, favorable tax treatment, it's a very interesting security. Now, at some point, the bond market will normalize, right? And so historically, you could go and buy... We're inching we're direction. But, but historically, you could go out and buy a corporate bond from a relatively high-rated uh, company and get a really attractive yield over treasuries, right? Because this is a company that has risk of defaulting and you know they're only going to be paying their um, interest on their bonds from the revenue of the company. And so that's a revenue bond um, versus a general obligation bond in the United States. And so historically, there was quite a bit of a spread between what you would get paid for a treasury, which was risk-free, and what and a similar duration bond in, say, like a, a Costco, for example. Um, but right now, that doesn't exist. And so, right now, to us, the play, you know, w- when we think of risk reducers in a client portfolio, uh, they have to be true risk reducers. Right now, to us, that's the treasury market because we're not getting compensated in other parts of the bond market well enough to consider moving client money there. And so uh, we do lots of client or portfolio reviews, uh, free portfolio reviews where we look at portfolios and they're loaded with all these other type of bonds that don't make any sense to us because those bonds aren't giving you a, a relatively attractive compensation relative to what you could get in a treasury, especially on a after tax basis. And so um, we don't worry at all you know the idea that U.S. credit got downgraded last week is laughable to us, um, because y- you know we are the center of the financial universe, and it's not even close. Uh, so as long as the everything is dollar denominated, the U.S. is the reserve currency of the world. There's nothing to worry about with U.S. Treasuries. All right. Uh, if you'd like to take one of us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least $500,000 of investable assets, call our office to get one of those scheduled, 800-743-0988. 
or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Give your free one-hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-09. Again, This place is gorgeous. Oh, I love living here at Wild Horse Mesa. It was just built in 2021, so it's got all the latest amenities with high-end finishes, plus AC, my own washer-dryer, pool access, fitness center, rec room, and a private patio. <laughs> all this on your salary? Wild Horse Mesa is more affordable. What's available? Google Wild Horse Mesa Prineville for more information. Professionally managed by Norris and Stevens. Minute Prineville. New, beautiful, affordable Wild Horse Mesa. Out of sight, out of mind, right? Don't let that be the case as you prioritize your home repair projects this summer. Terra Firma Foundation Systems reminds you your home's foundation is critical to the stability and strength of your home and your family. Foundation and moisture issues only get worse and more costly over time, but Terra Firma can help. Terra Firma keeps homes safe, dry, and stable. Call or click GoTerraFirma.com. CCB 173547. Click GoTerraFirma.com. Hiya, this is Christy from the Cosmic Depot. I've been up to it again, stirring up creative inspiration around my little shop of wonder and curiosity. Right now, Cosmic Depot is in the midst of lots of freshening up. You may find that every time you come in to peruse my selection of tapestries, incense, fragrance oils, natural stone beads, silver jewelry, spiritual tools, and the abundance more, the shop looks a little different. Cosmically inspired and locally motivated, I am on a mission to give you a super fun shop experience. I want Cosmic to be that shop that you come to when you need a little sparkle in your day. A place where you bring your friends and family to when you are looking for a little adventure. And your go-to for thoughtful gifts of all kinds. Cosmic can be a spot of magic in your day. And the Cosmic Depot is your spot. Your shop for good vibe products of all variety. Come on by and see the changes afoot daily from 10 to 6 at the Cosmic Depot at 342 Northeast Clay in Bend. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Are you ready for back to school? Columbia Sportswear's got you with back-to-school essentials at great prices. Gear up with Columbia backpacks, lunch bags, and water bottles, and kids' graphic tees all at amazing prices. Teachers, Columbia is showing appreciation by offering teachers an additional 20% off through August 17th. And don't forget to shop the Columbia Clearance Center, located next to Carter's Babies. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. Financial Focus Radio Show is online all the time via iTunes, Spotify, and Spreaker. Catch past shows online or by finding us on iTunes. If you'd like to sign up for our e-newsletter, Josh and I do a video, a five or six minute video in the middle and end of every month where we talk about what's going on in the capital markets uh, and then how that is affecting your money. Um, you don't have to be a client to be added to that. So go to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Send us an email. Just let us know you'd like to be added to our e-newsletter list. And that's the only thing we'll send you. And you will be able to see 
why Josh and I have faces for radio. I did. We did one last week, and I looked like a, a red Smurf in the video because I had just been on vacation. <laughs> a red Smurf with goggle lines. That's what I looked like. It's not good. So if you want to see the red Smurf, uh, get added to our newsletter list. Josh was not feeling well, so I looked like the red goofy Smurf, and Josh just was being very subdued. It was quite the e-news. Yeah. Um, so the big question for the U.S. economy is how much of a negative impact will these rate hikes have on American households? And the surprising answer so far has been not that much. And so what Josh and I uh, have been talking about lately is what the neutral rate of interest is uh, for the United States. And so what that means is where the Fed funds rate can be or will be where it doesn't have a either stimulative effect or a um, – a negative effect on economic growth uh, and, and somewhere between four effect. and a half and five. And so, you know, the, the funny thing is, is it's I think it's higher than that. So, the, the, I mean, time will tell, of course. But the, the funny thing is, is, you know, we've seen huge rate increases and it re- I mean, unemployment's three and a half percent. The housing market's still doing well. All the things that people thought were going to get clobbered are still doing quite well, actually. The and that- so it tells you that. You know, so so many of these talking heads on Wall Street and so many of these people out there in the real estate market, wherever they were, you know, were saying that, you know, Elon Musk got into the party and all these people got into the party of the Fed is killing the economy. But the reality is, is the U.S. economy is much more resilient than people give it credit for. And in fact, when you think go back historically and you look where um, the uh, the interest rate historically has been in Fed funds. It's been higher than we are. And, and you know, you go back to when Bill Clinton was president and the U.S. economy was growing 6.5%, Fed's fund rate was was much higher than it is now. And so um, the the uh, I think that we're going to find out. Obviously, rate hikes take a while to filter into the economy. But um, the idea that the Fed had to keep rates at zero for so long and had to keep rates low for so long was so stupid. And, and it was never necessary. Remember the taper tantrum and even that t- Q4 2018, I think we got six increases in during that cycle and markets didn't think that ultimately we would be able to handle it. Markets balked, but of course yeah. we never let it play out because the Fed chickened out. You know, the Fed was playing chicken like in Footloose and they and the Fed chickened out way before they needed to. Uh, only 11% of U.S. household debt has adjustable rates, so it's not like... Uh, there's a, ter- I mean, you know, and I think that the economy isn't as interest rate sensitive as people thought, just because all the people that matter from a discretionary spending standpoint already own their assets, in the i.e. baby boomers and high income. Well, even so, even you and I. So look, let's just put you and I into the equation. So I, the only money I have borrowed is on my house, and I have a fixed rate interest mortgage interest on. So you know, it's sub three percent, and so. The higher interest rates hasn't affected me in any meaningful way other than I've been benefiting it on, on you know, my short-term money, of course. And mine, my outstanding debt is to Troy, <laughs> which was borrowed before interest rates rose. So that's locked in at a lower than risk-free rate. But still, it, yeah, no, I mean, that, I think it makes the point, which is just that the only people that matter from discretion, driving discretionary spending have locked in all of their debt. And they or they own, don't have any debt. Yeah, and they own, the boomers, two-thirds of them, don't have any debt. And then... Uh, the higher earning millennials already own their house and their mortgage is n- somewhere around 3%. So as a percentage of their discretionary income, their debt obligations are the lowest in history relative to the household income. And that uh, that tells you all you really need to know and why interest rate increases, that transmission mechanism for the Fed hasn't worked as well uh, as in prior cycles. But uh, but also, I think the thing that we're also discrediting just straight up is that the U.S. economy is more resilient than Anybody wants to give it credit for, uh, you know, everybody talks about, oh, if we, you know, taxes go up or if interest rates go up, all these things are going to happen. But, you know, I always say, well, what are you talking about? We've, we've had higher interest rates. We've had higher taxes. And I, I don't know about you, but I'm still going to get up every day and come to come to work. And, and that's going to be true for most Americans. So um, don't underestimate, you know, we're the greatest country in the history of the world, and that's going to continue to be true. And so it, it, it's, it always sort of befuddles me that, you know, that, that everybody thinks the U.S. economy can't take higher rates or higher taxes. It, it always can. Okay, we talk about this subject quite a bit on the show, but we just I continue to see it all the time where it never doesn't make sense to me, um, and that is consolidating your investment accounts. So somebody will come in and, and they will have – 
you know, two old 401ks. They'll have a direct uh, direct account at, at T. Rowe Price. They'll have a brokerage account at Schwab. They'll have accounts scattered all over the place. And, and you know, I, I understand maybe if you're 70 years old why that is because that's sort of how things were done um, back in the day. The only way you could diversify amongst fund companies and that is to, to send it to different uh, through the mail. And that's how I started uh, investing. I, I started sending money to T. Rowe Price through the mail in a check. And, uh, but, you know, things have changed, obviously, dramatically. And we have these giant custodians in Fidelity and Charles Schwab and Vanguard and, you know, all these great custodians. We, we custody a company called LPL Financial. Um, and so, it, it boggles our mind to see somebody with accounts all over the place, how they, one, keep track of that, how they want to keep track of the asset allocation there. And then obviously they're paying more in fees because all of those different custodians or different places are charging them separate fees. And so the, the other part of that that's really important is when you need help, meaning you can't take care of your own affairs anymore, you need somebody to do it for you, and or you die – Corralling all of those accounts uh, can become very difficult. I mean, in fact, you see this all the time where states have um, billions and billions of dollars in um, unclaimed money from old accounts. And that's what most of those accounts are is people had money scattered all over and something happened to them and their uh, executor of their estate couldn't find when those, we see this stuff accounts. it's also a lot of those get left you know life circumstance changes happen and beneficiary designations on a lot of that stuff are totally out of date or not in line with your current wishes it's really tough tough to keep tabs on that on the especially those direct business accounts you know there could be five ten grand in a lot of them we've seen dozens and dozens of cases of this where stuff is literally everywhere it all has a different designation none of it's going where it was intended to go now uh, just keep it organize your life make your life make make your executor's situation more simple and give yourself better a better ability to keep tabs on what you actually own so there's two ways you can do it you can hire a, a financial advisory firm a registered investment advisory make sure they're a fiduciary and independent and all that stuff like a firm like ours or some version of that uh, and they'll help you do it you say you know bring in all your statements and, and they'll help you corral it that you'll have fewer accounts too you'll consolidate all of your traditional money into one ira uh, but a financial advisor can help you to do it. Of course, they're going to charge you to do that. Um, or you can do it yourself by calling up one of those big custodians that I mentioned, a Schwab or Fidelity or Vanguard, and saying, look, I have money scattered all over the place. Can you help me consolidate? So those are your sort of two options. Do it yourself or have somebody else uh, help you do it. Uh, but believe me, it will make your life a lot easier. Your good chance your investment performance uh, gets better. You'll build better asset allocation because you'll see it all in one place. Uh, it'll just make your life easier. But then, again, when you need somebody to take over because you're not capable, it'll make that person's life easier. Or when you pass away, most importantly, it'll make your executive of your estate's life a whole heck of a lot easier um, because they won't have to try to figure out where all the bodies are lie lying. All right. If you uh, would like to take us up on a free retirement view, one of us will give you an hour of our time to talk about anything in your financial life. So if you have at least 500000 of investable dollars, call our office. The number here is 800-743-0988 or send us an email by going to our website, northwestquadrantwealth.com. Let us know you'd like a free retirement review. Stick around. When we come back, we're going to talk about the big changes that you need to know about in the retirement plan landscape. So stick around. Sign up for our e-news today. Get the latest thoughts on the market every other week from Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management delivered right to your inbox. The short five to six minute video helps you keep up with the market. You can always watch past videos on YouTube or NorthwestQuadrantWealth.com. to healthy aging, mental health is just as important as physical health. At Prestige Senior Living High Desert, we invite you to join us Wednesday, August 23rd at 2 p.m. for a free seminar on how older adults can combat loneliness and isolation. You'll come away with valuable information and resources on a vital topic. 
For more information about the free seminar, visit PrestigeCare.com slash High Desert. Again, that's PrestigeCare.com slash High Desert. Hello there, this is Christy from the Cosmic Depot. Anytime community volunteers to selflessly help community, magic happens. And the magic of Sunday on the Green is back. Each Sunday through summer from 10 to 2, Cosmic Depot will accommodate local healers and esoteric practitioners as they volunteer their services to you free of charge when you bring canned food to donate to Neighbor Impact. Services range from tarot readings to intuitive art and all manner in between. The motivation of our weekly event is to support and connect community. And we can do that at Sunday on the Green with your participation included. Come on by the Cosmic Depot and check out Sunday on the Green and take part in receiving healing and spiritual coaching and giving the healing of nourishing food to those in need all at the same time. Join us under the trees at the Cosmic Depot at 342 Northeast Clay and Bend daily from 10 to 6 and shining brightly for your shopping enjoyment. We live in a high desert wonderland. And you like to be outside. The Ben Factory stores have what you need. For the Central Oregon outdoor lifestyle. Make a bold statement and save up to 70% every day. Over 20 famous brand names like Columbia, Nike, and Pendleton. And locals like Learning Express Toys, Runway Fashion Exchange, and Cascade Mattress and Bedroom Furniture. Shop with nothing in mind and find exactly what you wanted. Great buys that reflect your personality. Play It Again Sports is now open and ready to buy. Don't miss their grand opening celebration, August 10th through 13th, all weekend long. Enter for your chance to win a new bike and gift bag giveaways. Plus, enjoy food from their favorite food cart. So many great finds on sports equipment are in store and ready for use. Visit Play It Again Sports, August 10th through 13th, for their grand opening event. Smart shoppers start at the Ben Factory Stores, South Highway 97. Because everyone needs an outlet. If it leaks, clogs, drips, or bursts, call Severson Plumbing first. If water doesn't flow where it's supposed to go, it can be a real bummer. Severson will get it done. Your Central Oregon plumber will treat your home like it's ours. That's our duty. We're the guys in the blue booties. If it leaks, clogs, drips, or bursts, call Severson Plumbing first. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's some great news. If you were just notified that your Medicare costs are increasing, a program out there can really help you with your medical bills. And it's worth taking a minute to look into MediShare 65 Plus. It's not insurance. Members actually say it's better. It's a Christian healthcare community that aligns with your faith and where people encourage and pray for you. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You choose any Medicare provider, and you get telehealth access anytime you need it. And this is great, too. Unlike health insurance, you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. So don't get stuck with increasing costs. Call MediShare 65 Plus and find out how much you can save. Call 888-SHARE-89. That's 888-SHARE-89. 888-SHARE-89. The mission is clear. Give honest, transparent analysis and actionable advice every week. Make sure to connect with us on YouTube and get our twice-monthly e-newsletter. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on Financial Focus Radio. My name is Tyler Simonis. That fellow over there, he's Josh Finelli, and we're partners at Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management. We appreciate you spending some of your weekend with us. This falls under the uh, title Resisting Temptation. So we find ourselves today in, in the, uh, for some of you, a new world from an investment perspective in that um, you can get relatively attractive returns, yields, uh, on fixed investments, right? It's been 15 years since you could buy a CD or buy a U.S. Treasury or buy anything that had a fixed payment um, that had any sort of yield. Rates were so low for so long, uh, it was sort of the joke, you know, well, my bank doesn't pay me anything. And it was true. They, the banks didn't because rates were so low. Uh, but now we find ourselves in this world where uh, – interest is attractive and you know in meetings sometimes it's brought up well 
why don't I just take my retirement money and just put it in safe CDs because I can get 5% and I don't have to deal with the volatility of the stock market. And, uh, and I understand that, right? That's, a, that's an understandable human reaction to wanting to reduce volatility. And uh, when, when I say reduce volatility, it means reduce uncertainty because uh, people love to reduce uncertainty. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where if you look at history, uh, it, you know, you just if you want lo- the long term returns that are delivered by stocks, you have to stay in the market uh, because it makes a big difference in how much money you will have over time. Five percent might sound good, um, but it, it, it you know, unless I guess you're worth one hundred million dollars and doesn't matter what your return is because um, you have one hundred million dollars. Uh, so there's right now 1.3 million houses available for sale in the United States, which is a record low. Obviously, it's, we have an inventory problem, uh, but 53% of the homes that are for sale in the United States require an income of at least $125,000 to afford. That's obviously way above the median household income in the United States. The average 30-year mortgage is now 7.1%. Mortgage demand is the lowest it's been since 1995. The median rent payment uh, is now over $2,000 a month in the United States, which is record, um, and which all that goes to equal, this is the least affordable housing market in the history of the United States. And so you say to yourself, well, what's going to happen? Well, my guess is one of two things are going to happen, right? The housing market is going to correct, which is most likely what will happen because we're going to have theoretically an economic slowdown, um, or... We have that economic slowdown, rates come back, uh, and housing affordability gets a little better. To me, it's the first one, right, that needs to happen. Or I guess we could build a lot more houses uh, really quickly, but I don't see that happening either. So the housing market finds itself in a really interesting Multifamily as a percentage of overall housing starts is the the highest it's been in 50 years. Yeah, but when you think about dilemma the housing market finds itself in, you know, like most of the people, most of you out there literally listening right now, uh, either don't have a mortgage because you're a boomer and, you know, your house has been paid off for a while, or you have a mortgage like Josh and I, but your mortgage interest rate is somewhere 3% or lower. And so you're like, how am I going to get rid of this 3% mortgage and go to a 7% mortgage? The the only way that's going to happen is you're making a heck of a lot more money. Long-term dollar bet here. I'll uh, I'll say housing grinds flat incrementally higher maybe uh until boomers start dying you're saying nationally yeah but but housing prices so do you take into account that it's already declined nationally yeah but uh, well it's on on the average it's marginally declined but uh <laughs> no it's declined yeah but i, I just think it gr- we grind we grind flat to incrementally higher uh, over the next decade and baby boomers fix the problem Oh, well, of course we're going to be flat. So, I mean, I, I, I agree we're going to be so- trade sideways, but in real turn, real return terms, we're going to be negative. Yeah, yeah, of course. You mean net of inflation? Right. Yeah. Well, well but that's all that matters, right? Yeah. Well, what's funny is when you go out and look at what $3 million buys you in some places now, it's laughable almost, right? Oh, yeah. My, well, Bend, Oregon, it's laughable. My conception of what housing costs in the last two years has been completely upended. My entire life's perception of what uh, that kind of money got you in the form of a house. Yeah, I mean, the, the housing market has gotten cra- I mean, it, it, crazier than it was in the, in the early, to, middle 2000s. Um, it's completely divorced from reality at this point. Yeah, the economics in the housing market are, are detached. And, it, and, you know, the funny thing about any market, whether it be stocks or houses or commodities, is when something becomes so detached from fundamentals like the housing market is, there's no telling how far it can go. No. Um, it's, a, it's that, you know, greater fool theory. I'm going to buy this ridiculously priced asset hoping that some other bigger fool will come along and pay me more money for the it. The Fed could fix it, but what the you know the prescription would be worse worse yeah i mean but lack of housing affordability is not good for a country like the no it creates social instability yeah i mean if 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 generation z you know whatever the generation below you is feels like they can never get it on the housing ladder that's not going to be good no because then they're going to be at your door with pitchforks telling you to pay your pay your fair share and they're (laughs) already there 
Uh, well, once they get older, it'll be it'll be more and more. Yep. Okay, so there's three. So the secure we had the secure one. So first secure act that was under Donald Trump, and then we had secure act 2.0 under uh, President Biden. Um, both of them made changes to retirement plans, and so under secure act 2.0, there were three big uh, retirement account changes that we think you need to know about that we think are really important. And the first one is that um, you know historically. In a in a 401k, most of you out there that have a 401k have an option, either contribute to the traditional part, so contribute money on a pre-tax basis, or a Roth contribution, which was on an after-tax basis. But if your company matched your contribution, it all had to go into the traditional 401k, all into the uh, pre-tax pre-tax bucket of your 401k. Uh, as part of Secure Act 2.0, now the Roth match contribution can be made on the Roth side of your 401k. And so that's a big difference. A lot of people weren't contributing to the Roth because they weren't, they wanted to get the match. And so now, um, if you, especially if you're one of those high earners and, and again, earlier in the show, we talked about why the Roth is such a great tool. Um, you can be contributing to your Roth part of your 401k and your company match can go there. Now, logistically company, you know, that was part of secure act 2.0 logistically, in 2023, it's it's available. Not all companies have updated or amended their uh, 401k plan documents so that that can happen. But um, you should be checking with your HR department to say, if I contribute to my Roth IRA, is my company match going to also add be added to my uh, Roth part of my plan? So we think that's a big change that most people don't know about, but it's a big one. The same uh, now, well, you, you can also contribute uh, to a SEP IRA, simple IRA uh, that you and you can do that on a Roth uh, contribution, and so there most small businesses like all you know. I think about realtors or anybody that is a small business owner. A lot of them have SEP IRAs. There are a ton of small businesses out there with simple IRAs uh, because they're so cost effective. Um, historically, there was no option to do a Roth contribution to a simple or a SEP. Now, all of you out there, doesn't matter your income, uh, you can contribute to a SEP. Roth IRA or we a simple Roth IRA. Still yet to actually see this in practice, even on our own custodians' forms. And uh, last time I checked the IRS website, maybe a week and a half ago, still not updated on there either. But it's still it's it's yeah. law. I mean, it was signed into law. Secure Act 2.0 was signed into law. So, um, you know, so, so that's a big difference because let's say you have a SEP IRA and you're making four or five hundred thousand um, dollars. You now have the ability to contribute, and it's a big, large amount in a separate to the Roth side of it. And then, lastly, this is for all of you that have 529 plans, college savings plans. Starting in 2024, um, you can convert up to 35,000 of that Roth IRA. I mean, uh, 529 to a Roth IRA, uh, up to the contribution limits on an annual basis. So I'm going to be doing that for my kids. I'm going to hold back a certain amount. Uh, and every year I'm going to convert uh, 6000 bucks from their 529 to a Roth IRA. It goes to the beneficiary, so it's not for you, the owner of it. So in my son's case, it'll go to him. In my daughter's case, it'll go to her. But it, if you're somebody that has a ex- bunch of extra money in a 529 or just wants to do it because it's a, a good uh, sort of – getting the kid on a head start because Roth money. I mean, my 18 year old is going to have money in a Roth. That's going to make a big difference for, for both my kids. So those are the three big changes we think you uh, should know about. Um, and if you want to know more, we can, we can tell you about those. If you call our office, um, when we come back, we're going to tackle one last segment of your email uh, questions. So stick around. Get your free one hour retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Give us a call today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 
chef at home. Sebastian's Seafood and Specialty Market has what you need to grill this summer. Sebastian's carries a wide variety of items you won't find anywhere else in Central Oregon. To help you find your fresh seafood, beef, and specialty groceries, Sebastian's is now open even later. Hurry into Sebastian's and try the new Dungeness Crab Roll and Wild Seafood Tostada. Follow their Instagram page for updates, weekly specials, and events. Sebastian Seafood in the Grove at Northwest Crossing. The threat of wildfire poses a growing risk to Oregonians, and recent wildfires have provided some important lessons. You can prepare now by taking three important steps. Step one, contact your insurance company to make sure you have the right amounts and types of coverage. Step two, create a home inventory by taking photos or videos of your possessions in each room of your home. Step three, Gather and make copies of important identifying and financial documents. Store them in the cloud or another secure location. These three actions can help you and your community be more resilient in the face of wildfire. Be wildfire ready by being insurance ready. Visit dfr.oregon.gov slash prepare now to learn how. This message brought to you by the Oregon Division of Financial Regulation, the Oregon Association of Broadcasters, and this station. This summer, keep your yard growing healthy. You'll find everything you need at Eastside Gardens, where great things grow. The best fertilizers, plant foods, pest solutions, and more. Eastside has you covered. And summer plants? Now's the time to add more shrubs and perennials. Buy four and get the fifth one free at Eastside Gardens on Southeast 27th at Darnell. Open 9 to 5, 7 days a week. Look for the giant rooster and those in-store specials. You'll find it at Eastside Gardens, where great things grow. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's some great news. If you were just notified that your Medicare costs are increasing, a program out there can really help you with your medical bills. And it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65 Plus, it's not insurance. Members actually say it's better. It's a Christian healthcare community that aligns with your faith and where people encourage and pray for you. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You choose any Medicare provider, and you get telehealth access anytime you need it. And this is great, too. Unlike health insurance, you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. So don't get stuck with increasing costs. Call MediShare 65 Plus and find out how much you can save. Call 888-SHARE-89. That's 888-SHARE-89. 888-SHARE-89. Camping with the kiddos. For many of us, that's as good as it gets. Of course, you're going to need an RV for that. The good news is you don't have to buy an RV to have an RV. That's why they invented Happy Campers RV Rentals. Perfect for young families with limited vacation time. Check out happycampersrvrentals.com. It's family fun for everyone. Happy Campers RV Rentals. Get your free retirement review. Meet with a Northwest Quadrant Investment Advisor today for free. It's our offer to you as a listener to the show. Call us today to schedule your portfolio review. 800-743-0988. Again, 800-743-0988. Thanks for joining us for one last segment of Financial Focus Radio. So if you needed more proof, I mean, Josh and I are always trying to uh, give you evidence uh, that timing markets does not work, uh, even though everybody could perpetually tries to do it, including our clients, even though we tell them uh, that it's a fool's errand. It's time in the market rather than trying to time the market, which is how you'll be successful. But uh, this is uh, Vanguard did this, looked at the amount of money that was flowing into uh, money markets. So uh, from the October 2022 S&P 500 low, the money markets have taken in about a trillion dollars since then, uh, while the S&P 500 is up 25% over the same period. So obviously, uh, you know, we get it. Money market, now you have 5%, and that's attractive to a lot of you uh, relative to the volatility of the stock market. But again, the best long-term returns are are gotten 
uh, by owning stocks over time, time in markets. And it's always funny to me, like how people think about the stock market as like this risky thing. And I explained to them like, well, do you think if you could own all of Microsoft of all, or all of Costco or all of Amazon or all of Berkshire Hathaway or all of Nike or all of McDonald's, do you think those are that would be a risky proposition? And no, everybody says, of course not. It would be awesome. Well, guess what? You own those in the stock market, and do you believe that these great businesses over time, three, five, ten years, are going to make more money than they do today? Most people would say yes, unless you're a communist. And so <laughs> if that's true, guess what? Earnings drive stock prices, and over time, if earnings are growing, stock prices are going to go higher, just like they have for the last 150 years. That's going to be true over time. And so have faith in that. What stocks do in the short term, I have nobody, no idea. Nobody else does. And so why even worry about it? It's like Buffett said, the best thing for the average investor would be if we only open the stock market up for one week a year to price these businesses, and then we close the stock market because the underlying business value doesn't fluctuate as much as stocks do it over time, um, it, I like to give the analogy. Um, I'll use Josh's dog because he has more energy than my dog. If Josh, Josh takes his dog to Drake Park and puts uh, Rosie, the name of the dog, if he puts it on a 30-foot leash and Josh walks in a straight line along a path and the dog whips around and runs all over the place, they get to the same place, right? But the dog whipped around all over the place. Well, earnings are growing. Josh's earnings, right? Josh, Josh is on a slow trajectory of earnings, and over time, uh, those earnings are going to grow, and the value will be worth more. Uh, but the dog is the stock market, right? It's going to whip the stock price of, of the stock market. It's going to whip all over the place, but at the end of the day, going to get to the same place. That's how you need to think about it. Everybody, you know, because real estate's been so good for so long as rates came down, everybody thinks that real estate is so much better than owning stocks. And it's, it, you know, it's not my opinion that that's not true. It's just the fact that that's not true. Um, and, and so, you know, you look at the Forbes 400 list, uh, it's people made that money from owning great businesses that are publicly traded in the stock market uh, for the most part, not I love, owning. I love estate. those Morningstar index charts that show you history overlaid the index return over time. And then you can look at that 10, 20, 30, and 100-year return. And, you know, it's all north of 10%. And the discrepancy between the 100 and the 10-year number is like three-tenths of a percent. Yeah. And you look at all of the monumental historic events that have occurred relative to markets. And remember, at the end of the day, what drives stock prices? Earnings and interest rates. But, you know, the, the challenge for most people is that, you know, if stocks do little over 10% over time. They never get 10%, right? So no. to get 10%, it goes all over the place. But if you're like a 62-year-old and you think back, you know, over the next – between now and 2050, that's the end of your life expectancy functionally. And it's like think back 26 years from right now and you were in – Bill Clinton was president and, you know, it was the – Asian financial crisis. September 11th. We had lots yeah, of crazy I mean, things that, happen, but just, stocks still chugged. Yeah, and it's just that's the context that you need, but it's really, really difficult to remove our reptile brains from the context that is history of markets. All right, Josh, you can tackle this email question. It comes from Greg M. here in Bend. Uh, Greg says, I've been investing in stocks for 38 years. Congratulations. So Greg knows. Uh, I've always owned a globally diversified portfolio that included both developed international stocks and emerging market stocks, I'm really starting to question whether or not owning international stocks makes sense as they have underperformed my U.S. stocks for what seems like more than 15 years. Does it make sense for me to stay invested overseas or should I throw in the towel and invest all of my, <laughs> all of my dollars in U.S. You stocks? Give, gave me the easy one, huh? <laughs> um, you know, we – this is a tough one because, you know, I've gotten in – People that I respect very, very much intellectually uh, would tell you own the S&P uh, because 40% of the revenues come from abroad and you don't need uh, international exposure. Uh, and, you know, the last 10 years, I think the divergence in U U.S. and international stocks maybe speaks for itself for a lot of people and would say there's no argument here. But if you do go back and look at the ultra, ultra long run, uh, which, you know, encapsulates entire careers sometimes, uh, there's inflection points that are usually 10, you know, north of 15-year breaks between that developed international and domestic U.S. Uh, uh, 
there's sort of that inflection point where the performance really diverges. You know, where a year, looking back a year from today, maybe a year ago was one of just such those inflection points. Uh, International Developed has still outperformed the S&P on a one-year trailing basis. But, you know, the, the case is, there's a real meaningful case to not own it. The biggest, I think maybe Tyler's sitting there in, waiting in the wings to say, <laughs> Uh, currency fluctuations or you what you're trying to hedge against ultimately. Uh, whew, this is a tough one, though. And yeah, I mean, so one of the big diversifying factors when you look at diversification as a, as a factor uh, with your inter- investing internationally is the move in the currency. So it's not just those businesses and how those underlying businesses are doing and how cheap or expensive they are relative to the U.S. It's also what the dollar does against the euro, for example, or the Japanese yen or, or, the, or the yuan. Or, you know, so there's that. Those, those are also diversifying factors. Uh, and it's, it, this is – Josh is right. It's, this is a tough one. I mean it's, it's, it seems to be harder and harder to make the argument for allocating a large chunk of money overseas and here's the thing i also bring up this is anecdotal but every time i go to europe it just makes me think when the heck would i invest any dollars these people can't get out of their own way they have thousands of years head start on us and they still can't no, they don't know how to form a line like give me a break and so you know they're the, and of course i go to the southern part of europe which is certainly less efficient it's great to go and visit and the weather's good and the food is good but um they like to you know have long lunches and take naps. Northern Europe is a little bit different. Japan's obviously a lot different. Um, And so, you know, generally, um, I would say, Greg, when you want to give up on something is the, you know, when you shouldn't absolutely give up. And like Josh said, we might have already seen the turn uh, on international versus U.S., but time will tell. On that 10-year trailing number from our developed U.S., Versus yeah. developed well, he's talking about it. He said 15 years. It's, it's tough. 213 upside for 62. All right. That is our show this week. We appreciate you spending some time with us. Remember, buy low, sell high. We'll see you next week. to partners of Northwest Quadrant Wealth Management on the radio show, Financial Focus. Remember, you can email or call with your questions anytime during the week. Visit northwestquadrantwealth.com for more information. See you next week on Financial Focus. Any opinions expressed herein are given in good faith and are subject to change without notice and are only correct at the stated date of issue. Past performance is not always indicative of future results. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Securities, financial instruments, or strategies mentioned may not be suitable for all investors. Prices, values, or income from an investment mentioned in this report may fall against the interest of the investor, and the investor may get back less than the amount invested. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as a recommendation of particular securities, financial instruments, or strategies to you. Before acting on any recommendation on this material, you should consider whether it's suitable for your particular circumstances and, if necessary, seek professional advice.